Yeah. Hey, welcome back to the Hoots Podcast. We are proudly brought to you by the legends at Punters Page, Mr. Michael Rourke. Happy Friday, point of time of recording. Thank God. That week went forever. Mm. Oh, dude. And also, we're celebrating the NBA's back. Yes. From, that, how weird was that week without NBA? It just sucks. Long, we had this stupid all-star game to tie so What do we do during winter? I guess we watch AFL. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, and I'm, then, you know, a bit of sort of... And I feel like the NBA season is basically continuous now with like draft and like, you know, you've got yeah, right, it's like you've got it, There's just so much going on all the time. Hey, I, I don't know about you because we've got this new office set up here. I feel like I don't know where to put my legs. At all. Like, I, I don't know if I need to go like this. I'm covering... Or if I need to go like this. I'm covering my legs. What have you got short, on yours? I've got short shorts on, so... Oh, it's, it's, it's a competition way. Uh, winner. But w- why have you got that over? Oh, just... I don't know. Just to oh, you know what the Max Shervington's poking out? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, for, for all the Hoots fans who are just tuning in, before we get to the NBA news, I happen to witness the laziest thing that has actually ever happened in the history we were just walking, seeing someone walk past the studio on a Zach Levine top. It's probably going to get fish and chips. It's pretty, like yeah. <laughs> the most late, the laziest thing of all time just occurred. We have a fish and chip shop across the road, it's maybe not- two, maybe 150 meters down the road. Rocky just ordered fish and chips and got it Uber Eats. Explain. There fish- is no excuse for that. I got fish and chips and couldn't bother to got Uber Eats. Like, yeah. He got Uber Eats fish and chips. From 150 meters down the street, and the Uber driver was so clearly confused when and he, he went it up the opposite way <laughs> because he saw he saw where he was picking it up from. And he was like, "There's no way. This there's no be. way." This he actually said, "This must be a mistake." And then to make it even funnier, he was late. And, to, and then to make it even funnier, Rocky went down to get the fish and chips, and he was waiting out the front. And the Uber Eats driver came in through the back and walked into the studio and dropped off the food. So the food was here, and Rocky, you were waiting down the street. I was getting this ball when he came in through the front, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I missed him. But yeah. So anyway, we thought we'd touch on that. But anyway, so we're going to get back to the NBA stuff now. I still don't really know how to sit, either do you. We are calling March 11, Judgment Day. I'm just quickly going to say that I, I feel very... Just awkward. Yeah, maybe I should because like this. because our EP uh, got told our producer, whatever you want to call him, he said that we the mics are good, but that if you like do this or that, it ruins or that, it. It's, yeah, the background noise, and I'm like, tell two ADHD kids to not make noise. I can't stop moving. I, there's no way, and we're both drummers. Like, do you think we're not going to? See, we just did it. And he's looking at us, shaking his That's head. A good right bass there. drum, actually. Hey, so anyway, uh, we better talk about NBA. Uh, what about Judgment Day? March 11 is when Ben Simmons goes back to Philadelphia. In look, it's kind of looking like it might be his first game back. You know, there's a chance he might play beforehand, which I hope he does. I reckon he'll play before. Because I think he'd want a game in before he goes back home to play. He won't play. You don't think? No way. Against Danny the Sixers. Did you see what Danny Green said? Danny Green said, "I will not shake his hand for the game. No chance I'm looking at him." And he said, "And to be honest, I don't think that he likes playing Philly as it is. So why is he going to play there?" When he knows he's going to get booed. But, on the flip side, if he does play, my respect for him will go from zero to one. Not two? Uh, I'll actually, I'll, I'll give him a two. Not three? Uh, 2.5. Yeah. That's maxed. I re- yeah, it, it's going to be one of those things, isn't it? It would be the new Ben Simmons if he did play. Because it'd be like, it's, it's like, okay. It's like, a, it's like a, a, a butterfly, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Or, or, or yeah. Caterpillar in a butterfly. Not the he's song, the butterfly, not, you know? Like, he's coming out and he's like, you know what? Not the song by Crazy Town. Yeah, no, nah, great one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he comes out and then all of a sudden it's like, 
there's been all that drama. You see him working on his jump shot with Kyle Korver, and then he actually has worked on his game. Yeah. He gets to a team, seems happier, has shown up to games, and then all of a sudden he goes, you know what? I probably owe one, the Brooklyn Nets, and two, the Philly fans, a chance to boo me. Mm. You know, like. Yeah, totally. And that get, brings us to our next point of like, how many other players have not, you know, bitched out? Well, I mean, you've got the big ones that obviously make sense when LeBron went back to Cleveland after he moved to Miami. Huge. That was a massive one. You also had KD when he went back to OKC. And that kind of played out like you'd hoped it to that as was, well. That was the Hollywood drama everyone wanted. Yes. And it was like, we were talking about in the office, like, which one was the biggest one ever. I think that that one was the most, like, you know, frantic. That was like, I remember I wanted to book pop plane tickets just so I could sit there and boo him. Because yes. I felt that I owed him that. And I feel that Philly fans are like me. They're like me times 30,000 in an arena just wanting to let, yeah. let him know how they feel. And like, that's all right. You pay, mo- like you pay money, you're a fan, as long as you don't go overboard. Yes. And, you know, r- you know racial slurs, throwing things, you know, those sort of things are not on. But giving a bit of stick to someone that's really jerked your organization around yeah. is fair, I mean, in my he- opinion. Here's the thing as well. It's inevitable. So it, it's, it's going to happen. He's so, going to eventually going to have to face the music. So why not just do it now? And I think the Basel world, world will just as a whole go. Well, KD did it. Yeah. Uh, LeBron did it. If you you're a number one, you pick, have to do it. You've got to go do it, man. Yeah. Like, just go man up and just do it. I hate the saying man up, but like you know what I'm saying. Like yes. it's like just face the music. It's going to happen eventually. Go do it now when it's like at boiling point. Yes. Earn a bit of brownie points with the whole NBA world, including us. Yeah. And then then we can see a diff. That's like the new coming of Ben Simmons to me. And you get the other thing as well. You get James Harden playing as well. So I actually, mean, that, really, and I forgot. That, that, that's, that's the thing about thing. it, isn't it? So you've oh, got really? James Harden and that rivalry, which he now seems to have with the Nets. You know, you were explaining that story earlier where apparently there was a bit of tension when him and Kyrie were playing one-on-one. In practice, resulted oh, in those well two going out. Touch on that because one of our biggest fans, uh, Mr. Lachlan Bat, um, yes, messaged the uh, podcast and said, "Gave me a bit of inside information about their practices." Apparently, Kyrie was beating James Harden one on one every day yes. in practice, and apparently, it got to the point where Harden told his sort of circle, inner circle, yeah. that he wasn't happy with that. That they kept getting pegged against each other, sort of like. You know, point guard versus point guard or shooting guard. Like, you know, because they can sort of mix and match. Sure. Both, both of them. And apparently he was just absolutely torching him. Yeah. And one day it got to the point where Kyrie, like, smirked and went, you know, you're so effing washed. Yeah. And apparently, like, Harden pushed him. And, like, all this isn't going to get it's true. And it's like, well, he's not washed. He just doesn't fit their system. Well, he fits that ISO system of, like, Houston. Yeah. And it just didn't work. They wanted to play, like, free-flowing basketball. And they just... And Irving suits that. Durant suits that. And it's like, all of a sudden, like, Ben Simmons can lock up. And it's, it's just good to see, like, everyone... We called this, like, six months ago. I said, like, why don't they just do a straight trade? So, mm-hmm. like, they get a defender, they get a shooter, they're in win now, they're both in win now. Like, it just works for everyone. Like, Who wins? Both teams fully healthy. I think, I think honestly, and I still stand by it, everyone won that trade. Yeah. Everyone. But no, who, who wins the game? Um, at full strength, I, we'll get to that later on. Yeah. Um, I think at full strength... It's a, it's a coin flip for me, but I yeah. think Philly at home, yeah, maybe just. I yeah. think I think that you know Embiid will have it's got oh, what a blockbuster. Embiid will have Embiid versus Simmons. Embiid versus Simmons. Yeah, like, there's just so many layers to this, and yeah. it's like when Kaden went back to OKC, it was like you know it was everything you wanted because at halftime it was I think I think a fairly close game, and it was like Russ said you know Kaden said something to Russ you know yeah, went back and forth, yeah. and you saw 
and there's freedom in this canter. Mm. Get off the bench and absolutely go off at Kevin Durant. He meant yeah. it. Like, you know, I reckon there was a bit scripted between Russ and KD, but Ennis Cantor meant it. Like I think I was, yeah. you know, a few of the players were like, you know, you soft cupcake. Yeah. Like, if you can't handle the pressure. And that, that's what I love about this one. It's it's not just one player returning. You've got two players that are swapping and, you know, this real tension in both teams after this trade. So it's going to make it exciting. And it's not even tension between both uh, teams. It's tension between both front officers who have done, executed the trade. It's uh, between players Yes. Players in their organisations, yes, and also players with ex-players. Mm. So Embiid and Simmons is another layer to that mm. that game. It's not just Simmons' homecoming. It's Harden against his old team. It's Harden play, wanting to play ISO. It's yes. Simmons coming out and facing the music. There's just so many layers to that. It's going to be incredible. awesome. I'm Judgment whatever you're day. doing. What did Bob Hawk say? Whoever, whatever boss sacks, there, yeah, 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 is a, a bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who That's what I'm saying about an NBA fan. If you, <laughs> if you go to work that day, you're a bum. <laughs> <laughs> so, we might even do a live stream of that day. Oh, we have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll give it some commentary while we're happening. Speaking of which, we're coming off the back of All-Star Weekend. For me, we were kind of talking about it before, uh, EP as well. It just, like, it just feels like it's kind of lost its spark a bit. A bit? Yeah. It... Okay. okay, the East is finally competitive. And I posted this up on, on our page and did yeah. well. Everyone agreed. It's like, the East is finally competitive for years. It was like, if if one division of like, conference was better than the... Like, clearly better. I can yeah. understand trying to even it up. But now the East is actually competitive. And they've missed, a, like, a glorious chance to actually pin the West versus East. And actually, I watched a few highlights of, like, you know, like, Kobe and stuff, like, the All-Star. And, like, yeah. they actually, like, they weren't all smiles. Mm. This was like this was just a, beyond an exhibition game. Yeah, it was it, just jacking up threes and like, lobs and the big passes. Lobs, and, it's kind and, of like, and it's like, yeah, sure, that draws in a casual fan. But yeah. for someone that appreciates basketball and understands what's going on, it's not not something that I'd. I didn't wake up going, it's all star. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, all stars on East first West. But is it like that for kids now? Are we getting old? Do we sound like dads? Nah. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dad. Um, so also, the dunk contest, we're talking about another potential, because it doesn't seem like they've run out of ideas, but it just seems like when you don't execute the dunk contest, it's either fantastic or it is really average. It's And there's no, there's no kind of in the middle, is there? There's either Zach Levine versus Gordon. Gordon. And then there's this year's. Yeah. This is probably the worst. It, like, Obi Toppin only won because he's the only one that could actually make a dunk. Yeah, he won. Obi Floppin only won because he could actually dunk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it was yeah, like yeah. he he, and I thought he would win anyway. Like he was, he's got great in game dunk. Like he's a very athletic, yeah. pops sort of driven player. So I was like, I was so I actually was happy to see him. Question: Would you rather win as as your you? Like, yes. With your skill set, you haven't improved upon anything. Yeah. You can dunk, right? No. You can, you can just. You can jump. Yeah. yeah, yeah All right, up. we'll give you an extra two inches, like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Would you rather win the dunk contest or the three-point contest? Dunk. Every day of the week. Every, every day of the week. See, I actually think that now the three, I'd be more proud to win the three-point. The thing is, no one... It's it, such it a shooting-heavy league. Yeah, but it doesn't get any replay value, man. You watch the Gordon and Aaron Levine dunk contest. If that pops up in the YouTube algorithm, you're watching you're that. You're watching that, No yeah. one's watching someone win the three-point. When it's a hit... The dunk on yeah, so that actually yeah. justifies what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. It, the, the dunk contest, if it's good, it's really good. Yeah, totally. And, and then with the three point contest, 
Like, could you tell me who's got the highest score ever in a three-point contest? No. Can you, Harley? Sorry, what's that? Highest three-point contest score ever. Uh, was it Craig Hodges? Of course, it was Hodgie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Craig. Craigo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. From 1992. Yeah, I believe it's Craig Hodges, but I also believe for the second round... Someone got close. Yeah. Cap. Recently. Cap just got the most in a round. Was that yeah. the most? Yeah, he said the most for one round. But wow. I think that... The record is Craig Hodges from about 1991. Pretty scary. I was close, 92. No, you didn't. You just. You just I said 1992. No, you didn't. You guessed. I it's on camera, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, let's let's go to something else after this because comment down below. Let us know what you think of All Star Weekend. Has it kind of lost its spark? Yeah, what do you need to do? Should we go back to East versus West? Let us know. Can uh, I give a couple of suggestions quickly? Please, the floor is yours. I think one that I'll, I'll fix. All f- I'll fix the dunk contest. One, they should allow one professional dunker in there. Yes. Two, Why just one? Maybe it should be NBA because versus... Because NBA versus... Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. NBA versus... NBA versus professional... Ah, prof- the professional dunkers win every other week. But that's what makes it eventful because it's just like, man, you're representing it the NBA. It shows up. You've got the so NBA. much of Oh, and then all of a sudden you might get like an all-star version of the dunk contest. But, and also you might get someone just like, maybe LeBron will enter. Um, like, man, also, I, I think the other thing that you can do with the dunk contest is, and I was saying this, is get a QR code for each player. So, like, this year you could have, instead of having, well, I'm not going to get in my D-Wave rant, but, like, yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of having D-Wave judge that and ruin it for everyone and then have everyone go, well, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Have the fan vote. Like, fan vote's stupid for All-Star to begin with, but for the dunk contest, like, I'm going to vote. I don't care if they're on my team. It's a dunk contest. If yeah. I see a sick dunk, I'm like, QR code, vote for that guy. Yes, yeah, okay, so it's QR cool. code people in the like yep. fans all around the yep. world. Yeah, so it's interactive. As soon as someone does it, everyone gives their score. How cool would that be? That would actually be. That really would be cool. really cool. And then I think the way that you fix the actual game is to, I don't like the whole just normal basketball format. Don't have a score. No first to seventy-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, must take fourteen threes on yes. your left leg, but use your right hand. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, none work. of that stuff. Like I just, I'm just like, just go back to normal basketball, east first west, and. This is the final one. Everyone wear white or home and away jerseys. That was yes. one of the coolest parts. Nah, nah, that's too confusing, man. That was sick. Nah, what you're was wrong. Nah, nah, nah. Did you get you sick of being wrong? Do what you want? Ten different jerseys running around. Yeah, but you, because it's white and all the different. You, it's very indistinct, like distinguishable between the two. I reckon. I reckon it's better. It did. Just, uh, East so you reckon West. red versus blue? Yeah, red versus blue. Okay. Go back to East versus West. Yeah, yeah. Man. That, that's cool because, you know, that brings back the good memories. And you, it's also, it's heritage as well. Because you've got Jordan, you've got Kobe, you've got all the big players that used to wear that, you know. I think, it's got a legacy. Do you know what would be cool? If they actually had a panel, like, there's actually something to benefit the if, winner. Absolutely. Actually, there needs to be an incentive. Why don't, they, why don't they play for home court? What do you mean? Why don't they play... So the team with the best record gets home court advantage in the finals. East versus West. Yeah, you know, but I'm saying instead of the best record in the NBA, that's who determines who gets home court advantage in the finals. Uh, Why not have it be whoever gets... Whoever wins East versus West in the All-Star gets home court advantage for the finals. So if you're a Giannis or a LeBron... Like, maybe not LeBron. Yeah. But, you know, like you're on a team that's likely going to be in the finals, you're going to try out a lot harder. Because you're going to get home court for your team. That would be unreal, man. That would actually be cool. That would be cool because then it brings back the competitive nature of All-Star because it actually has a penalisation system in place. Yes. If you don't do it. Yeah. Just fix All-Star completely. That's like marketing. They could have paid me like three mil for that. 
Adam Rock. <laughs> Michael Silver. Well, that should be on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> on the ball. Hey, let's talk about uh, let's talk about um, the Pelicans. What the hell is going on? Rumors are tanking. Zion. There's been no, not much excitement on anyone entering the NBA since Post LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, it's the biggest one, and it's, there's no doubting that. Like, and, does, was, and doesn't it feel like ages ago now? It feels it's like forever. It feels like he's been in the league for a decade. Yeah. Like, okay. In fairness, look, the, the the guy did. The guy has been on record has struggled with his weight. Like it's sure. It was in. It was documented. Well, in college, he was in college, guy. he was still. He was. He was. But he was a beast. Yeah. And then he did. His, he had a foot uh, stress fracture in his foot, and then yeah. he, he beefed up a bit too much. But I never. He's only played in my mind. He's only played one game, and that was against San Antonio at home when he hit like eight threes. Crazy. It was, five, it was like five threes in a row. Yeah, I remember. Like I was just like, this kid. Like this is this is the hype. He's just a kid. I'm like. <laughs> Life is now a nightmare. His life has become a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Super bland reference, thank you. Um, but yeah, look, it came out because like Colin Cowherd today basically said, look, I think that this is done. Like mm. Pelicans will move on and if you're the GM of the Pelicans, you'll ring up every other GM to say, hey, like I know it's at a cost. You can, it'll be a cut price. Yeah. But do you want Zion? Tell me a team, tell me the Knicks wouldn't be jumping at that idea. Isn't it? It's so sad as well, isn't it? Because like, if you're a New Orleans fan, you're excited about basketball again. There's a New Orleans fan? Huh? There's a New Orleans fan. That <laughs> <laughs> like, the city was excited. Just like, wow, okay, we've got these pieces. And then we had Lonzo. And then, yeah. you know, you're getting this young team together. You know, you're getting JJ, a bit of experience as well. It's kind of like, hey, we're going to actually have finally have a crack at this. Once, you know, AD left, it's like, okay, we're still kind of in the frame here. And now it's just looked like it's just gone without it's, it really starting. It's It's... Weird that you mentioned JJ because it's a perfect segue. Yeah, because CJ McCollum's there running it. Like, mm. That's the most random trade ever. I was like, what? Why? Like, mm. that's such a bizarre trade to me. And then it was like, uh, JJ Reader. I love the fact that I wish this podcast was a little bit more uh, like uncensored because we could say whatever the hell we wanted, but yeah, we can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, JJ Reddick isn't on a sponsored podcast or anything. He mm. can just say whatever the hell he wants. And when he said the other day, he's like. I heard that, like he goes, he basically said Zon's not a great teammate. Hmm. So if you, if I'm, if you're at the Pelicans and you're hmm. the start player and I come as a decent piece, I'd say he's probably top, top 75 players in the league, CJ. Yeah. I reckon. And it's like, he comes and it's like, oh, that's a spark of hope. You just give him a message. Hmm. Create a WhatsApp group and be like, hey, welcome. This is the Pelicans WhatsApp group. Welcome CJ, lovely to have you. And then apparently there was none of that. It's so weird, isn't it? It takes it, with two these... seconds. Like, these premium on a little well rookies. it's weird isn't like, it with these number one picks it either goes one way oh, it either goes one way or the other doesn't it it's just like, like there's this ex- but I mean like we don't really know do we I mean like imagine being Zion well, they, they will Kong Hao Kohab as much as I hate to reference him he, he's basically said that he's in Portland rehabbing but he's close to fine yeah and they just think he's tanking yeah. as a whole and like obviously the Pelicans are in a weird spot because they're sort of tanking too mm. and apparently Zion's family aren't stoked that he, one he went to New Orleans in the first place he wanted to go to the Knicks thanks for producer Harley yeah um, wanted to go to the Knicks end up in New Orleans and he was just like oh my god like cool city but pretty dead basketball town well like, the th- thing is it's a cool city if you want to go out and party maybe that's what he's been doing you know what that's I mean? That's why he's a bit bigger. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. He's not. You can't go out to the clubs, and everyone knows. What's like, that? Uh, not... What's that dish that they? What's the gumbo? Gumbo. Gumbo. Maybe bro. you just discovered gumbo. Like, imagine trying like your favorite food for the first time. You never had it, and you're just like, 
This is all ever going to eat. Yeah, I, I remember. every gumbo place. Yes. hard. Tended Dude. up like James Harden. <laughs> and, then, and then you're like, man, I can't, I can't play anymore. There's too much gumbo going on. <laughs> Get him out of Portland. Get him out of New Orleans. Dude, it's sad. Dude, I'll tell you what's sad. I feel like, what's happened in Portland? Like, just poor Dame, man. I mean, like... Poor Dame. Get you, out. You, you look at someone who's stayed loyal, hasn't left, has been a stalwart for that franchise and the pieces just get getting removed taken away from would you him. say that they can we do that what's that bye 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 that's, that's what he did to us when he hit that shot oh, like as if you wouldn't with Russ giving him lip throughout the whole oh, game would never yes. give oh, you would totally do that <laughs> but Portland what are your thoughts um, it's sad. It's one of the... I remember going when I was living in Vancouver, I went down to Portland um, with, Lovely your, with city. your brother and it was a brilliant city. Yeah. It was sick. Like it was people... And they love their sport. But they're, they're obsessed with their sport and they've basically got the one team there. And yeah. it's like they just... It's amazing how much they just flock there. And then afterwards mm-hmm. they sort of all hang around outside. Like it's very Seattle-esque. Like, very no, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. It is, like you know, they're just like... They're just heart passionate people. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they've got their cool alt- and they're alternative like mm. you know they like their music and their coffee and their, and then they're like they're, they're just like Blazers fans and it's like they're just hardcore and now it's like well they had Dame for so long and, and let's not forget also they back in the day had a gr- when Aldridge was in form it's a good team and that Batum good team had Lillard they had some great players come through there they've mm. had the, well, missing a few like obviously Harley can probably Gives a few more. He's standing out that we know, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like let's not forget that Luard before the CJ Nurkic, yes, all of that like decent squad that kept like fishing like eighth seed. They had a very very good side. I guess what it is, it's like the Westbrook thing in OKC. It's like you, it seems like you can only stay loyal for so long until you get that desire to leave and want like, to get I'm the chip on a better he's team. Wasting it's, his time. And, and but an thing. example of when that backfires is you look at like a Harden who's gone from team to team to team to team. Carmelo, who's gone from team to team to team. C- CP3, in a way, the only you person, know what I mean? The only person that's walked into a guaranteed chip in NBA history is Kevin Durant. It's the only person that's gone. He got beaten by that... His team got beaten by that team, and he went... Mm, can't beat him, Jordan. Can't beat him, Jordan. That's and true. he went there, and he, everyone knew they were going to win that year. Everyone knew. Mm. And it was like, oh, game over. So it was like, and then it was like they got D-Lo as well. Yeah. Like, this Done. team. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I just don't think that Dame should stay there. You know, and, there's a, and that's another great point to make is what player would you like to see get out of their franchise? You mm. see that posted quite a lot, you know, mm. in on Facebook. It's like, oh, could, you know, what's an example? Like someone dropped, you know, even like Trey Young recently has mm. been playing well and like Atlanta are sucking people. Like, get Trey Young out of Atlanta. Like you see those Fairly. posts. And it's like, what player? That's a great question for fans. Like Bradley Beal in Washington. What, that's a that's a great one. People get out of teams. We need good players spread across the league. I agree. I'm yeah. not. So, I agree with that, and I actually don't agree with the Dave, people I that respect, say. I, wholeheartedly, I respect Dave. Me I too. Respe- I, I am meant to dislike him, but I respect him. Yes, he's a very respectful. I think, dude, stay, I I think stay and do what you can. If you don't, big deal. It's not the be all end all of the. I mean, yeah. I get it's the point of the game, but at the same no, time, no, that's the so thing. Evil. Yeah, but like that's the thing that I can't stand with NBA fans as well is that they've ruined the whole thing of like, um, is Bill Russell the best of all time with eleven rings? Like, what are you trying to tell me? There's not players that are brilliant players that never won a ring. There's heaps of them. I think I think the other on the there's other heaps of players. Like on the flip side of that is that 
it doesn't take long to be back in contention. Like, all it takes is two or three trades to actually get those players. Yeah, but how old is Dame now? He's 30. Sure. But I mean, like, that's not old. But I mean, like, it only takes a season. You know what I mean? Like, it only takes, like, three or four picks to be back in the game. You know, that's the other side of it. Things move quickly. It's unfortunate, though, that things haven't moved as quickly for Portland because, look, they're most, they're a lot of people's second favorite team. Myself, you know what I mean. I always like for somebody before we actually like, became like good friends. I always just assumed you went for Portland. For some yeah, reason. totally. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why. I just always I'm like, that's right. He's a Knicks fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, at the time, I'm like, poor guy. He's a Richmond type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a Knicks fan. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Richmond just became ridiculously good. Uh dude. Good chat. Good comment. Um, yeah. Look, I, there's something that's been boiling in in my bones today. But, uh, Boiling in your bones. Yeah, I just and it's. I saw someone post on one of their posts once about which fan base has endured the most heartache. Okay. C. It's okay, C. Okay, C fans have endured the most heartache you in, the, in the NBA. The most hard done by a franchise. You've been around we are. for two minutes. We are, but like, okay. there's no see. It, there's absolutely no doubt that we are, and I can't wait for the 30 for 30 to come out with the big three that we had yeah. and how we draft them. Yes, I'm aware that we've only been around for like 15 years. Like, it's fine. Like, but they I, were the big three when they were pups. They weren't big three when they were established Yeah, but, no, but that was a, the point is that we offered James Harden money and he still left. We offered like, it was 1.5 million under. What, and, he's, and we, we said, we'll give you a signing right over Seth Lohshar. Yep. We also had a Barker there in his prime. And we had Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. But it was like, how that team, one, didn't stick together, two, didn't win a ring, and then we went and, the like, basically, KD left to our biggest rivals, and then we were, like, absolutely screwed. Have a triple-double season with Mr. Westbrook, and then yeah. the next season, it's like, well, he needs some help or he'll leave. Paul George and Mallow come, and I remember I bought tickets straight away. Yes. Went and watched overnight, yes. and yeah. there was just this air of, like, new... Beginnings. It was like we've reassembled this team when it was like dead from the ashes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that just blew up completely. Mallow wasn't the same. And then like PG just leaves and you're like starting again, more picks, more picks. And it's just been three years of just rubbish. I think we've got two different definitions of what hard done by is. I think yeah. hard done by is you got close, man. You, you got close to doing it. And hang on, hang on. And you got good players and you had a chance to do it. <laughs> look at a team. <laughs> Look at look at the team. Like the first, first thing that comes to mind is uh, look at a team like the Timberwolves who have never really had a shot, or the Clippers. Look at teams that have never actually recruited a great like, player. Can we talk about the Clippers for a second. Do you know what I read this morning that they said when Kobe Bryant was on the table to be drafted, we didn't want to draft a seventeen-year-old because we thought the city of Los Angeles. Would think that would, we weren't, well, that we were nothing by drafting a seventeen-year-old. We all were unprofessional. It, you're not hard done by because you've you've been there. You've had a shot. You've had good players. You've been entertaining okay, to watch. Okay, okay, People okay. People. Okay. Would you rather Rich, <laughs> Richmond make the grand final and they get beaten by a hundred points or one point? Yeah. Sure, a hundred points. Yeah. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Is it? The key to anger management is expectation. But the point is you made a grand final. Some yeah, teams, yeah, some but, teams but don't even make like, a final. Oh, it's, like, it's like a kid reaching for like candy on the sh- And it's like, it's like, if you're so far away, you're like, ah, don't 
don't want it. But if it's like there and you're like, you're against LeBron and Wade and Bosch and you, you're like, oh, these three kids could come in and upset the party. And then all of a sudden it's like, it make you ah, and then we fell again and we fell again and we just keep getting... First round exit, Utah, straight away. It's like sure. first round exit, exit um, Houston. Houston did it to us in the bubble. Sure. Like, we, then we had this little resurgence of CP3 and SJ, and everyone's like, oh, keep the team together, Dennis off the bench. And then all of a sudden it was like, they all, they all left. And then it was like SJ stayed. And then it's like, what are we doing now? Oh, we've got Josh Kidd. Oh, how are we going to get some big names? No idea, we're a small market team. We are doing forever. You, like, Knicks are the biggest... Because a lot of people would say it's the Knicks. A lot That's of people would say it's the Knicks. That's my old friend moment. Oh, totally. Ah, this is yeah, so yeah, stupid. No, 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 hold on. I'll I can't that. believe that you... You, hey, you hey. get what I'm saying, though. No, no, no. Let, let's... Okay, let's let's talk about... Okay, so you're saying, we've gone here, we've gone here, we've gone here, and now we're just, like, here with the Knicks. This is as good as we've had it. Imagine being an invested fan, it's as invested as you... Like, hey, 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 Like, you're invested as a fan... And at least you've been successful and you had, you had something to be excited about. Imagine being as invested as a fan in a team that never does well. Yeah, but you've never always remotely had... remotely does well. you've always had some pretty average players. Like, we we had, like, genuine... Hard team. done by... We, we had superstars and we did nothing with it. Wait till the 30-30 comes out and you'll oh, yeah. see what I'm Just, talking about. Because everyone uh, will turn around and go, how did that team not win a championship? They sure. were built for... Like built, the Buffalo uh, Buffalo Bears in the NFL, the one team we made for... Yeah. No, it was um, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, Buffalo they won, Bills. Like, they lost... A Buffalo Bill fan has the right to say to an OKC fan, God, you guys are hard done by. Doesn't he? Sure, but or are she? they the most hard done by team ever? I don't know about Okay, that. see, your definition is is that... If a team's crap all the time and just like for years and years and years, that's injured like heartbreak. Because you're talking about that than to get close and excited and like, oh, we're a good team and then like just get pummeled. Like, no, I don't want that. I'd rather a proper rebuild. So that's what the Knicks problem is. We got a few. Enter, enter, enter actual like if you want to be successful as a franchise, enter a proper rebuild. Like rebuild properly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're hard done by and unlucky because that's what we want and it never happens. That's why yeah, we're hard done you, by. You, but then your expectations are so low that you're like, you can't be disappointed. It can't hurt you. Well, you no, that's really... it's, the, the outcome's still not the same. Yeah. True. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. that. All right. Comment down below. That's the Hoops Podcast. Who's the most hard done by team ever in the NBA? And if you agree <laughs> that it's Rocket, it's the OKC. It's OKC. Okay, the, the, the comment down below. Thanks to our good friends at Punters Page. One more. Wait, thanks to our friends at ESPN for doing great documentaries because I can't wait for that 30 for 30 and it will prove my point in about two years. From 30 for 30 that Mike from the Hoops Podcast made the most Wrong. ridiculous. I'm quitting. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, take yeah, my yeah, spot. Yeah. I'm going to work for ESPN. You love that. And I'm going to gonna help them. Cool. And um, they can interview me, me about how much I was heartbroken. We're back on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. Thanks again for the support. Keep messaging more of these jerseys to give away. See you next time on Hoops.